Send your hand to go and get your life together I didn't know I had to go it alone I guess we all have dreams floating on feathers I wish you come back home Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Perfectly Good Podcast, the only podcast on the internet that is counting down every John Hyatt song in alphabetical order. Joining me, almost rested from her trip to New Orleans, <laughs> yet she did a little trip through Hogwarts. And so she's tired, but my sister in all things, John Hyatt, is Sylvan is here. How are you doing? I am good. I am very happy to have come back home because I am quite the homebody, which gives me plenty of time to listen to great music and dig into lyrics and history and best of all, have conversations with you, my brother and Hyatt, Jesse. Thank you. I love the two episodes where we broke down the show and then it was so nice to get so many fans sharing their thoughts about John and their favorite songs. So that was a fun little episode. And so I'm excited and looking forward to, I know there was a little discussion about, is he going to tour again and when? And I'm sure he's someone who tours a lot. So mm -hmm. I am looking forward to seeing him back on the road. As am I. And in the meantime, Lily has announced some tour dates for anyone hearing this that did not know that Lily is starting to tour pretty extensively. There's actually two shows that I might be able to get to up here in the Northeast and hopefully she'll swing down your way to Jesse. So oh, that would be nice. A nice holdover <laughs> when we can't see John to see the offspring. Absolutely. That would be great. All right. We are back to our normal format. We have no guest for this episode, but I have a sneaking suspicion that coming up, we are going to have guests, but let's talk about our song tonight. So what's the facts? Just the facts about Come Back Home. This is the closing track on the album Terms of My Surrender, which was released July 14th, 2014, which doesn't seem like nine years ago almost, but was in fact nine years ago. It was recorded with John Hyatt and the Combo and produced by Doug Lancio, who is the guitarist of the Combo. He recorded first with John on the open road and toured with John starting in 2008. So by the time this album came around, they had not quite a decade working together. And this is the second from Terms of Surrender album that we have discussed. As a reminder, we discussed it before. The album was nominated for a Grammy for Americana Album of the Year, which lost to Roseanne Cash, but we forgive Roseanne Cash because she's been such a great friend of John Hyatt over the course of her career. And I wanted to read a little bit from Take a Drink, Mike Elliott's book about the terms of my surrender making. I'm just going to read verbatim because it's a lovely passage beginning and the only the song survives chapter for the end of the book. Lancio thought Hyatt wanted a more laid back affair than his last two albums, that he was looking to change it up again. Quote, there was an idea when he first approached me that he wanted to do an all acoustic type of record. And so I had the studio set up that way. Originally, it was like 
I'll try to do it without headphones, which is always a great idea in theory, but practically you pay a price for it. So I had the studio set up to where it would work either way. Just a couple of days before we were going to start tracking, he came over to set up and he brought an old Silvertone electric and an amp egg amp. He said, I want to record this guitar to the amp. I said, it's no longer an acoustic record. And so we set it up like that. And then he changed his mind about that pretty quickly too. So it goes on from there and I won't read the whole chapter of course, but I just loved the way Doug was talking about playing on his feet. And I think that kind of comes through in the way the album flows as a whole, and also some of the sounds that we get on here. So those are the facts about Come Back Home from Terms of My Surrender. Very nice. One of the things that was really lovely is on the other podcast I do, Set Lusting Bruce, Michael Elliott was one of the people who joined me when we discussed Bruce Springsteen's best written song. And so we we actually discussed Bring the Family and Born to Run and Darkness and all that combination of how there's the similarity between the two artists. If you are listening to this and you haven't checked out that podcast, you could hear Michael. And he did promise he is going to join us. He's just... I can't wait. Yeah. Absolutely he could be on every episode and we could just go, Hey Mike, what do you think? And then we could just listen. Hello Pantheon podcast listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on this one, Sylvan? I have to be honest, pulling back the curtain, listeners, Jesse and I usually schedule a couple of songs at a time. So I had a playlist this time preparing with three different songs. And I love them all. And I love how they flow together. It just worked out to be a lovely little set list. If I had heard it on the radio, I would have been like, oh, that was perfectly selected by the DJ to give a nice little sampling of John Hyatt's music. But this song was probably the one that I zoned out to the most. And I kept on asking myself, why are you not focusing on this? Is it too new? Is there something 
missing? Is there, is it lacking in some way? And it's not, except for the fact that it didn't quite grab me the way that many John Hyatt songs grab me and just won't let go. I agree with you. And we're going to break down and try to decide why right after this short message. And we're back. We are discussing Come Back Home. I agree with you, Sylvan. I had all three on a repeat and was listening to them over and over again. I do think that if a adult contemporary or Americana channel was like doing a triple threat, this would be a fun little trio. But of the three, this was the one I don't think liked it the least, but it's the one that did not stick to me the most. And so I hope that I don't give this one short shift. So anyway, I guess let's break down the lyrics, okay? Sure. Would you like me to start or did you let's want Let's go to? ahead. You can. Okay. You had, you said you had to go and get your life together. I didn't know you had to go it alone. I guess we all have dreams floating on feathers. I wish you'd come back home. Keep going or I want yeah, to stop let's... there? So you get the feeling, right, that this is a partnership, whatever, mm -hmm. romantic or business. And I've got to take some time. We're taking a break. This is a Friends episode. Mm -hmm. and our singer is saying, I didn't know you had to do it alone. I could be there with you. But, and they're going, okay, go fix your stuff, but come back home. I miss you. We can do this together. Mm -hmm. What I get the feeling from. Jesse, as soon as you said that I miss you, it was like that maybe is what's missing from this song. And maybe we'll find it as we go along through the lyrics. But when I read these words verbatim, there's a loneliness and a longing and a blues that I think somehow didn't come through on the recording. And this is one of those situations where I really wish I had been able to find some covers because I think a different voice behind it, a different production or something would make this a completely different song. Because I do have to give John his due of these are as good a lyrics as anything I have heard. We all have dreams floating on feathers. That's perfect. That is a nice image, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that it's a lovely image, but he's also owning up to that. It's part of the grand human experience, yet we all experience it as individuals in the sense of loneliness that no one can feel how I feel, yet we've all been that way. Maybe we should keep going. Do you okay, want to let's read do it first. Yeah. Rugs pulled out and all the curtains have fallen, being transported to the twilight zone. I don't even have a number I could be calling. I wish you'd come back home. And I do, I love the, the rug pulled out from under us and the curtains have fallen. We just used that story here, pulling back the curtains to see behind the scenes. Oh, he's, is he saying that, was he not expecting his partner to have to go off alone? He said that in the first bill verse. Was he even aware there was an issue? Is mm -hmm. it going, I, I'm blindsided. What do you mean you're not happy? What do you mean you're not fulfilled? I, and we're filling in a lot of the spaces 
And I think in a lot of John songs, there is that space, but mm-hmm. usually it, there's a little more defining of it. It isn't, there is a more of a sketch than this, right. a broad outline. So compare these lyrics about the rug pulled and the curtains to an empty house is the only thing standing between our lives and the speed of sound. I think there is a potential that these lines could have hit maybe not quite as perfectly, but a little bit closer than they do. And usually we go through the lyrics first and then start breaking down the music. And again, caveat, neither Jesse or I are musicians. Please, if you are a musician and you have a take on any of John's songs, give us a call. We'd love to talk to you. The production at the beginning is very sparse. So it's not a CD where the liner notes actually break down what musicians play, what parts on each track. We only have a listing of the total musicians for the entire record. I am only hearing through these verses, a guitar and maybe a little bass. And then it's actually in the chorus coming up that the sound is much more filled in that the, we get background vocals, Brandon Young, who has such a gorgeous voice. I would love to talk to Brandon at some point too. And more instrumentation and the drums, it becomes this crescendo, which is interesting because the song is still talking about loneliness. And we go from a not stark, simplistic, vocal and simple accompaniment, but pretty bare bones to a very almost orchestral sound on the chorus. And then it fades back a little bit. I feel like there was an attempt made at something. What do you think? And what would you think they were attempting? I do. And one of the things that the downside of doing the on repeat is Mm -hmm. sometimes they bleed together, right? So that's why I have to make notes. And I did. Yeah, I the idea that he is, I wish you'd come back home, right? I do a line, I don't even have a number I could be calling. So has this person totally gotten out of their life? We don't know. But I do think you're onto something about the way he's designed this musically where a sparseness, a lushness, a sparseness, a lushness, this back and forth, this almost echoing or shadowing his emotional journey. So Mm -hmm. I think that's well done. I think that's exactly, I think that's spot on. Okay. So next up is chorus. Would you like to read? Sure. I wish you'd come back home, back where you belong. I know that you're out there cold and hold up somewhere. Take back every song, all that I've done wrong. I wish you'd come home to me. Wish you'd come home to me back where you belong. I know that you're out there cold and hold up somewhere. I take back every song, all that I've done wrong. I wish you'd come home to me. I love that it's a repeat and the you're out there cold and hold up somewhere. The idea that he or the singer thinks that they're out there alone, echoing or shadowing his feeling he's alone. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, why don't we do this? And I take back every song, all that I've done wrong. 
that's probably the best line in the song for me that is the best i take back every song because it's he says constantly that all of his work is fiction but i really enjoy seeing john hyatt the character in his songs not just someone who is writing about somebody else so this idea of I really put my foot in my mouth out there on stage or on the record and you have absolutely every right to be mad at me for these songs that whether it was I put our dirty laundry and our private business out there when I should have been more respectful of the privacy you deserve or I just got it wrong or anything. I I love I take back every song because it's also evocative of just how deep his longing is because anyone who writes and performs music you know how important that is it doesn't come easy so the fact that he would be willing to give up this medium that he is using right now to communicate his needs that says it all I remember the Howard Stern movie years ago that really was a love letter to his first wife and Because of that movie, I was disappointed they got divorced, which I really should not care. But that he talked about that he tells so much of his personal life. And often an artist will do that. I am certainly not an artist, but anyone who's been listening to even these episodes know I tell a lot of stories about my family. I tell a Mm -hmm. lot of stories about myself. And you could see that... Maybe that one cut too close to the bone. My new musical obsession is Jason Isbell. Um, I went and saw him for the first time. And there was a beautiful documentary on HBO about him and Amanda. That It started about writing his Reunions album. And during the filming of the documentary, him and his wife, Amanda, were having problems. And she tells the story that Cover Me Up was his breakout song, won all kinds of Americana awards. And she's, and it's about their relationship and him getting sober. And she says, there are still parts of that song I hate to hear. It hurts me to hear, but I listen to it anyway. And he's doing it on stage. And she's, when she performs with him, she's there hearing him tell what could be arguably one of their worst moments in their relationship. And he's written a song about it. And you could see that. I just don't want, I don't, I'm a private person. I don't want my business out there. Mm -hmm. And as an artist, I could see it's hard for you not to put it out there. You, right. Yeah. That's what you do. That's your truth. Exactly. And art demands truth. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you're right. It is the, I think the chorus is the best part of the song mm-hmm. because of that. I take back every song, all that I've done wrong. I wish you would come home to me. The downside, and as we get a little marriage 101 or relationship, <laughs> 101, you can't take it back. Often when you say it, when mm-hmm. you share it, when you do that thing, I'm sorry, bygones, right? And so, that's still out there. This isn't a jury that says, okay, you should ignore that in your deliberations. Hey, I heard it. I can't see it. Yeah, I love that part. All right, you want to um, go next? For the verse, yes. 
Winter in my mind, my feelings are frozen. Still that river's rolling over the stones. Won't be long before the highways start closing. I wish you'd come back home. I wish you'd come back home. Again, beautiful poetry, evocative. Anytime John's talking about a river or a road, I'm there with him. But I have to say, like, I was also thinking this is one of the newer albums. And this came out when I was in the midst of a pretty painful divorce. I, I don't have that desire to think about the time in my life I was going through when this album came out. I'm probably maybe had too much therapy. I'm repressing the memories of it. But like, this is one song that if you asked me to repeat the lyrics, I probably couldn't come up with a full verse. And that's too bad because this is a beautiful little verse. But I don't know why it's not sticky. Yeah, I love your right. The winter in my mind, my feelings all frozen. So we've got the winter and frozen still down rebels road and over the stones won't be long before the highway starts closing right the highway back home the whole mm -hmm. way to her heart or their heart i don't know and the you can see this the singer in this song is making the pitch come back home i wish you'd come back home i wish whatever you're going through, we can work on it together. And so far... Do you think so? I don't hear it as a so? pitch. Okay. I hear it as a lament that okay. he's already given up any hope that he's going to convince her or that there's anything he could say or do, but he's still wishing it would happen. Which I like I think your is version a, a better. Difference. Yeah. I like your version better. Yeah, I think that is... I think that fits better. I think this is... He's almost muttering to himself i wish you'd come home i wish you'd come back home and because he says i don't even have a number i could be calling we're in the twilight zone now this is just this is a totally different world and in heat the highway is going to start closing but you could make the argument it's already closed in a lot mm -hmm. of ways and there's mm -hmm. just no way they're going to go. I like your version better. I think that's exactly it. Yeah. And I, I'm also still coming back to the lines in the chorus of, I wish you'd come back home, back where you belong. And I wonder if the narrator is really believing that, or he knows that the person who belonged with him no longer exists or the place that they could both belong together no longer exists because even when he says I know that you're out there cold and hold up somewhere it, I hear in that an acceptance that I know you would rather be cold and alone than warm with me and I have to own that and I could be projecting my stuff again I was just talking about the time that was going on in my life when this album came out but That is really where it gets emotional for me. You belong here. You're cold and hold up somewhere. Why can't we make it work? Why can't you come back home? But I guess maybe that is the thing that I'm not hearing. He's not struggling with the, I don't understand. It's just, 
I wish for something that I know can't be. And that's a pretty depressing feeling when it's just, I've given up hope. I know I did wrong and I know there's no way I can fix it. And here I am just thinking about how much it sucks. And also you could make the argument, he may not know what he did wrong, or is it something he did wrong or the singer did wrong? And it's just something on there. I also, this reminds me, I have no idea why, but the Forrest Gump scene where the Tom Hanks is talking to Jenny, you could come home, Jenny, just, and she's too fragile. She can't, she's too broken, but Mm -hmm. he's, it's very clear what you need to do. You're cold, you're alone. Here, you can be warm and you can Mm -hmm. be loved and, and we'll figure it out, but for some reason they can't and mm-hmm. this person can't mm-hmm. yeah it would be very interesting and i know he doesn't do that right to talk about what was he thinking what was this character what was the person in this song thinking to him and the reason i just finished reading okay take a drink there is a new book about bruce springsteen writing nebraska and it all is about when he recorded it on those that cassette tape, when they tried to make it live, he felt like the characters lost their voices. He couldn't mm-hmm. find the characters anymore. So that's why they did this. I'm wondering, it would be interesting to talk to John for about many things, but on this one, what is this character looking for? What mm-hmm. is the backstory of this? Yeah. And I didn't even put it together but there is a song on a bootleg album called perfectly good demos which of course would be about 20 years before this one where he has a song of baby please come home and when we were speculating on is he who is he talking to why is she not home that song has a very clear idea to me of a a parent talking to a child or at least that kind of i'm the protective spirit and you've gone off somewhere and I can't find you and I'm panicked about it and I need you here for the safety like I don't think there's anything in the lyrics that very clearly spells that out and now I want to go back and listen to the two of them together to see what he does in terms of creating the song that gives a clear picture versus this seems very muddy to me but I wonder when you were saying like as he was writing, was he thinking anything? I wonder if he even started with that as a draft. And he's, this isn't what I wanted to go for. Maybe John was very intentionally being nebulous. And that would make perfect sense. And they hit it out of the park if that's what they were going for. Yeah. And I think sometimes the artist does that, right? Mm-hmm. I want this vague. I want this. So yeah. Anything else? You know... I think we've gotten all the blood from this stone that we can't that be turned over. Yeah. Yes. All right. So I believe it's your turn to rate first. Okay. I'm not going to go one because there's beautiful poetry and I think it's musically very interesting. They're obviously going for something, but would I introduce someone to John Hyatt through this song? Red is way down the list of the choices I would come. So I'm going to call this where we set the standard of a two. This is a two song for me. 
yeah, I'm right there with you. I think this is certainly not a bad song. Mm-mm. And it is, it's just not quite there compared to other songs that you and I have discussed that we're going to mm-hmm. discuss. It has certainly enough lyrics in there and some cleverness that it's not a one. But yeah, I think it's a solid two. I agree. Yeah. And again, I think that there is a cover version to be recorded somewhere that could make this a four. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, I think so too. I think you can, that someone could figure this out and do an arrangement that would be that. I agree. I think so. Good. And no offense, Doug Lancio, I I certainly couldn't make it sound as good as this. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Good. All right. If someone wants to reach you, how can they? Best way would probably be through our Facebook page to the Perfectly Good Podcast. I'm also Sylvan Groth on Facebook. You can find a link to the Perfectly Good Podcast website with our song list where you can look ahead and say, hey, I want to talk about that and the date that we're scheduled. Please reach out to us on that. Also, Sylvan Green Eyes on Twitter. I am at Jesse Jackson DFW on Twitter. We do spend a lot of time on our Facebook page and on John Hyatt fans. Shout out to all the wonderful people there that continue to support us. We appreciate it. And yeah, let us know what you think. Tell us what you defend the song and tell us why. No, Jesse, Sylvan, it's a three. You just missed it. Yeah. (laughs) We're so good. All right. All right. Another one in the books. As always, I love visiting with you. As as I do you. And I'm going to state once again, for the record, a one or a two star John Hyatt song is still an amazingly beautiful song. And I will listen to it 30 times a day, which I did today. (laughs) If anyone is questioning us, we just ask that you have a little faith. Have a little faith. Bye. Bye. Baby, we can come on home Put the cow horns back on the Cadillac And change the message on the coat of mine It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.